0: What's up, RSL Nation? It's your boys, Adele, and... The Baker. I like that. I don't know where that came from, but... That was really good. It's here
1: to stay. That was really good. It's, you know what it is? It's, What's up? We had that dry spell, but we didn't do it for two weeks. Right. It being the podcasts. that sounded really sexual. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> and, uh, you know, last last time, the, the quickie, that was mostly just like, hey, you know... What's up, RSL Nation? I'm back. I'm back in full swing. Yeah, sounds like you got some time to make up for. It. We're gonna hit them with the regular, regular Tuesday show, and I don't know if they're ready for it. Ooh,
0: long list of things to talk about. By the way, this is the Scarf Live podcast, RSL Nation. <clears throat> Not to be, if I may, mm-hmm. confused with the Scarf Live chicken wing review. Do yeah. not confuse those two. They're definitely separate
1: events. Uh, one of which RSL Nation willingly signed, not signed up for, but like, it's normal to expect dudes that run like a fan page about a soccer team to talk about that soccer team in a podcast at some point. And chicken
0: wings. Um, the other one. Give me one example when chicken wings is not an appropriate topic of discussion. When talking Checkmate. When talking footy. You're a strange bird, that's all I know. Chicken wings. Beside the point. We got a loaded list of things to talk about today. Shall, do? I, shall I do a quick rundown?
1: Yeah. And then him, I'm going to hit him. you with
0: something new. Tell them what you're going to tell them. Alright, so we got uh, some news today mm. about Sam Johnson Yeah. and mm. Uh We're going to talk about some of the San Josie match. The big letdown. Uh, there was some news on the team of the week with a couple of uh, couple of RS sellers. There was this uh, couple of little f- soccer games that happened over the weekend. Gold Cup and the World Cup. That's and it. also Copa America on the same day. It was just heaven on Sunday. Yeah. I'm sure if you got to watch all of that. Two to um, three. And then we get into some other topics like, the, the you know, the, uh, Sebastian Velasquez made some news today. Uh, there's a new Monarch signing couple of people leaving the monarchs uh and then we do our favorite thing which is we catch up to that we, we should call, let's give it the official name what? road to 51 i like the magic 51 magic 51 yeah like the
1: magic 50, like it's the magic number you gotta hit fine road to 51 road to fifty one's more you
0: thought um, magic 51 was better better than road to 51 you know what yeah yeah you're insane Road 51 we can give him an update on that and then i'd like to start a new segment why not just throw it on there it's a new segment Uh where we give love back to the people who give us love on the page yeah by reading out the best comments of the week now am i prepared for this no good luck are you prepared for this no beyond the point Maybe we're we'll just bring it up as we go. Maybe we'll do that at the very end.
1: Yeah, uh, or realistically, we'll probably forget about it. It's going to be like What's an that? hour, 20 in. Uh, we're going to be like, oh, crap, we got to look forward to Philadelphia. We've got to look forward to Philadelphia. Uh, that's uh, not even on my list.
0: You might want to add look forward to Philadelphia yeah. to the list uh, yeah. that is happening I'm assuming weekend. it would have come up with the Sam Johnson injury talk. Let's not go any further down this rabbit hole. Let's... Um, touch up on something we talked about during the post-match quickie anyways uh, which is the San Jose let down I, I, I don't know what else to call that game
1: yeah it I was... mean w-
0: before we get into any kind of analytics or analysis or thoughts word association San Jose game away last week let down
1: <laughs> I so you've been pushing for video for a very long time, mm-hmm. and I've been pretty against it just because I don't want my face out there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I j- just for watching what you did with the the you know the word association. Uh-huh. So you throw your hand out yeah. in a sideways salute almost. Yep. you go. What I imagine is you mentally pointing to last week. Yes, and then you bring that to the dome of your very bald shiny head, uh-huh. and I think you hit Bold. yourself.
0: Beautiful, shiny head. I think you
1: hit yourself pretty hard. You
0: might have picked up on the microphone. Yeah, I think
1: you, I think you got yourself pretty good, and then you said let down, and uh, just RSL nation being able to see that, I think would have brought a lot of joy to people. I'll get
0: you on video, but yeah, I mean, look, if I had your face, I wouldn't want to be on video either. I got a face for radio, okay? Ayo. (laughs) All (laughs) right, so San Jose, let down. We sucked for ten seconds. I mean we weren't We weren't great well, Great the whole game I mean it's Brokheads
1: I, I get what you're getting at It's not that we even Sucked for 10 seconds We stopped playing For 10 seconds mm-hmm. Like I, I don't think RSL Deserved to win that game By any stretch of the imagination But neither did San Jose Right Um. It it very Very much So like uh, I'm Looking at some stats here Shots they had twelve shots, we had thirteen. On target, they had three, we had four. Shots blocked, they had five, we had three. Um, you know, like overall passing accuracy, they had eighty-five percent to our seventy-two. It, it, it's like it, it wasn't a pretty game. It wasn't an right. entertaining no, game by that. any stretch imagination. And we didn't, like, we didn't suck for ten seconds. We stopped. We just stopped playing.
0: I think we don't concede that goal. We walk out of there with a point after yeah. having one, two in a row. We're yeah. on the up and up right now, like we're riding a high. Right. A point as as the road fifty one will mm-hmm. correctly confirm for us. Any point on the road is absolute bonus at this point, even at the San Jose, who is not a terrible team. I mean, hell, they're ahead of us right now. We tie that game. We're still a point ahead of him, We're still above that playoff line. It's just—it's it, a complete. It, I have no positive takeaway from that different. game. Yeah. It completely feels different.
1: And and it, it, it honestly, it, in this one very specific instance, this weekend or this last weekend, I think it has less to do with us not getting three points as it would have been of us preventing San Jose getting yeah. three points. That's the real kind, especially of, on the road. That's the kick. Yeah, that is
0: the kicker right there. They had to win, <laughs> and we had to stop them from winning. That that's one of those. That's one of those rare games when I'm like, okay, I'm fine playing a little bit of wall in the back because it, it's it, it's a smart point. That's a smart point. Right. You're, you're not going to someone who whom you know you are significantly better than. Yeah, you are on the road. And they're right on your ass, right behind you. You got a tough slate of matches coming up. It's as good a time as any. What do you blame it on, though? I mean, somehow two guys still managed to make it on the team of the week one starting, one on the bench. We'll get into that in a second here. But what do I blame that on? I know we, 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 we went into subs a lot. I and mean, the post-match quickie. Yeah,
1: it, it's... It, I think that, And I think that's why it's so frustrating as a fan. Like, it, it's... Like, I don't know if there's really any... Like, it, I think technically that might have been, like, Holt's mark. But honestly, it wasn't even... You know, it was like it happened on the left side of the defense. So maybe we should blame the left back and the left CB. But that, even that coming out of my mouth feels silly. The whole team fell asleep. Right. Like, and not even... Like... Their hole, like San Jose, you put it well. Like I think that on the field, there were maybe three or four guys that knew what was going on.
0: Yeah. Um, The guy taking the corner, the guy receiving the corner, and the guy passing it, uh, putting the ball away after. Right, right. After he got the pass. Um, You know what gets me though? It was a no call that went our way. Why are we in the ref's face? I get why they are.
1: Right. I don't know, maybe it was like time wasting, maybe you thought the whistle had blown, maybe I, you know, it it's it's one of those things. That I think you like literally just have to be there in the moment. Like I've been caught daydreaming and unaware, I was in the middle of a, you know, MLS regular season soccer game. <laughs> right. Like it, it just it sucked. Like there's no other way to put it. It it they very much just kinda They took a nap. And they yeah. got scored on and like it, it yeah, honestly I would prefer it to be some like big controversial thing just so we have like something to talk something about something to talk about and just something to be mad about and something to like oh this is dumb that shouldn't have been a co-, you know but it was like literally just like we stopped playing Yeah. Um, you can't I don't think you know I, I've seen people like talk about hey maybe like it's a discipline thing like a coach and like it doesn't it's none of that
0: it was 93rd minute yeah
1: it's just like it sucks like it
0: the it makes didn't it do ma- it for us. Right, it makes
1: uh, you wonder what is going on in these dudes' heads that they're not paying attention and that... Like, literally the end of the game. It so was like let, the let, last
0: action. Let me walk you through these subs real quick. We only had two. Yes. Mike is notorious for not making all the subs. Mm-hmm. Sometimes not making a sub, and I think you made a very good point during the post-match quickie that he's almost afraid sometimes to make a sub. I don't agree with you, uh, but it, it, it's almost... It's weird. All right. So, 68th minute, he brings in Rushnyak for Savarino. I yeah. thought Savarino was hands down the best player on the pitch at, until that point. Right. So, we're thinking, I'm thinking, all right, maybe he's trying to go a little more defensive. It's not defensive. It's more defensive, right? Because you get another midfield general in there. You're slowing the game down. Don't get why you're taking Sabarino out, even if he was on short rest from Copa play. He looked fresh as hell, it looked good out there. Then the 81st minute, he brings in Saceda Right. out the me cry like. Now I'm thinking, all right, are we, are we going for it? What is happening here? It, the subs made no sense. Like Sosaedo gets a yellow five minutes later, uh, but we don't. I don't mind that at all what's happening out there? I, do you get the subs? The, the, these subs mean anything to you? Maybe I'm still wound up from the U.S. man's national team. Horrible subs pattern on Sunday, so subs are the top of my mind, but these yeah. subs make no sense to me. I mean, it, it's...
1: I I wish... It's not what I would have done. I think the Jefferson thing, you know, he... I'm trying to see if he played in the Venezuela match.
0: Beyond the point, though.
1: Argentina on the... Yeah, it was on the 28th, so... You know, I don't know how much time he spent. He looked fresh, don't you agree? He didn't look tired, yeah. Right. Um, but at the same time, it's like, I don't know... You know, I don't know what... Like, I, I don't know when he traveled with the team. I don't know what his practice routine is. I, I would not have subbed Jefferson myself I get what you're getting at yeah. so yeah so Rushnight comes in I think what would you say like 68th some, yeah, something some like nonsense that. like that um, and I'm trying to yeah so he comes in um, Albert Rushnight comes in for him I kind of get it I like I see why we did what we did there Um, in the first one so without uh, what's his face without a Sam Johnson right yeah we'll get to him in a second right he wasn't like he wasn't playing in San Jose
0: right yeah right no Sam Johnson he was already yeah he definitely was not playing yeah despite what Alex Vejar says so
1: that kind of leaves Corey Baird And uh, Demir kind of both, you know... I I think Corey Baird primarily played on the right wing. Um, And I think they're trying out this Ruchnak more on the left side anyway. And I think think in Petki's mind that was a like-for-like with Albert bringing in some of that, I don't know, leadership, even though I don't think he's that much more of an on-the-field leader than uh, Savarino. The second sub... Bofo for Demir. I was happy with that one. My only complaint is it happened in the eighty fourth, I think. Eighty first or something. Oh, yeah, yeah. 80, yeah, Yeah. Like super early. Or super late, I should say. Um to me Bofo is kind of that I don't know, he he's a spark. Like he's if he's not starting, he should be like and you're like I recognize that we weren't chasing a goal at the time, but he and he does bring you that offense. Not to say he doesn't defend, but it, looking at the substitutions when they were being made and how they were being made I wasn't entirely sure what Petkey was going for
0: that's it, all I was trying to say so frustrating it made no sense
1: like the first one I'm like okay I kind of get it Like for like steady as she goes the second one I'm like okay so three points you
0: know not three points um, and if you want to go for the three why not start that pattern Earlier in the 60th, right? 65th. Why, first of all, I get it lots of games, short period mm -hmm, of time. mm -hmm. I think Bofo Sasedo, he's 12, he needs to be out of commission to not start a game, right? And I don't really care if you have three games in what eight days, 10 days, or something. Bofo needs to start the game. The the, what I'm noticing is this Bofo Bofo needs to start, yes. Over Jefferson? No, why over Jefferson? Over Baird. Yeah, of course. Yeah, Baird. It wouldn't even be him versus Baird, right? Uh, Well, are you talking full lineup here? I mean, full lineup just got just got questionable with some of the news. Right, but I'm saying full. Yeah, fully healthy lineup. Bolfo is my starting left wing. Right. Uh, uh, Hefferson is my starting right wing. Mm -hmm. Sam Johnson is my nine.
1: Who's your attacking midfielder?
0: Albert. Who are your defensive midfielders? Ah, I don't want to go that far back. <laughs> but now, okay, I get what you're saying. Yeah, like where's the mirror and all this? The mirror's not starting over any of those three up front. Or Albert as a 10. See, for
1: me, if I'm sitting any of those dudes, uh, and I recognize that they don't all overlap perfectly, but just for the sake of simplicity, it's it's Baird.
0: Well, Baird is not in my full, lineup. right. Baird is not going to play right, a defensive man. midfield. I got you. Right? I, got, I got Severino right, Bofo left, uh-huh. Johnson middle, Albert right behind them. Right. That's my offensive setup. I got you. I'm picking up what you're putting now. Yeah. So what I'm noticing is this. Baird is a drastic drop-off behind Johnson. in at every the, At the number nine. In every aspect of ball. Yes, that's the right, position yeah. they would be. I don't well, think, no. Corey Baird, I, I think, is phenomenal on the wing. Right, but I don't think he'll be competing with Johnson on the wing. Sure, right. Sure, no competing right. Johnson yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm just. I,
1: there was a point of clarification. Yeah, for our okay, explanation. Okay. So yes, on the wing, we Baird have a bunch of dudes that Johnson. can play like everywhere. So I think not we needed... Johnson. Johnson can play no, in not one Johnson, position. But I mean just to yes. clarify. Also, by the way, Baird
0: yet. also does not start over Bolfo or Sabarino up front. Love Baird. Love right. the kid. Love yes. his yes. hustle. But yes. he's he's the fourth. He's a third option out of four. Mm-hmm. In this case, Plata being the other mm-hmm. one. Anyways, I'm not sure why we get all this. The, keep this, going. This, keep this why going. they not want to go all the way back in the midfield, because now we're talking about Well, defensive. it's just midfield. you have to talk about the whole thing. Yes, you talk he, about he doesn't it. take any of those top-up gotcha. positions. So, Baird is a significant drop-off uh, uh, behind Johnson. And in my opinion, Baird is also a significant drop-off behind Bofo. Mm-hmm. Different players, different styles, different skill sets, totally different mentalities, uh, you know, the, the Bofos mentality is either going to make him a world star or, you know, have us. well, I don't <laughs> want to go that far, but have him suspended at least three times a year because of yellow card accumulation or something, right? right? <clears throat> um, which brings me to my next point. Sam Johnson didn't play. No, we're talking about the
1: the substitution patterns still. Oh, are we? Yeah, we like that's no. what this like that's okay. what Okay. So, anyways, was, were going what, with what, what I was saying is, if or Bofo.
0: we should not change our minds between the 60th and the 80th minute, whether we're going for three points or one point, if nothing happened in between, there was no red card, right? There was no drastic change in play on any team. we didn't score a goal, we didn't concede a goal. I don't understand this pattern. What what right. was happening in the 60 something? Was he thinking, what? Okay, we're doing great stay with it? Is he thinking, let's get a little more defensive? To me, in my book, Albert in for... Yep, for for, for Severino? Yep. Is a more defensive play.
1: I think slightly. I,
0: I think Albert is a significantly better defensive player than Severino. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Okay, Offensively, I think Severino is decently better. He. Let's just say it this way. Net, it's an Albert gain, mm-hmm. right? Because I think the extent to which Albert is a lesser offensive player, he makes up for it. He drastically makes up for the net difference. Also, the ability on the to distribute side. the ball. So, yes. Right. So, anyways, so to me, that came across mm-hmm. like a defensive, mm-hmm. uh, at, at the best, an equal, like you said, okay. like for like. Right. Yeah, but then the second one, Bofo for the yep, is a 100% offensive. Sub footy, right. It doesn't even, even matter,
1: the, even though it happened in the eighty-first minute. And I think that's the part that eighty-first 81st 81st like, minute. Still, there's still
0: plenty of footy left at eighty-first 81st sure, 81st minute. Sure, but like
1: if if, and that's the part where, like, I I don't even want to say like I you know I think Petkey didn't do a good job. Like I think the dudes, you know. I think he. I have no reason to hop on the Petkey out bandwagon no No, but right? let, let me, let me
0: finish your thought. Then I got something important to say.
1: I'm just confused by like. Like the the choices and then so you know Bofa for the mere eighty first at what point in the game because we didn't concede
0: until when that happened, like ninety-two or something? Ninety three. Ninety plus three. I just looked it up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Way into... the very yeah, end.
1: Very end. Like at what point are we Yeah, nine ninety two thirteen exactly. Um at what point are we like like still going for it because on the bench you have Glad you have Everton screw it you have Luke you have Luke Mulholland at what point do you take out uh, Corey Baird or uh, you know
0: if you're happy with the point
1: right but, but like I'd rather have the obviously hindsight being what it is I'd rather have the point to no points and mm-hmm. I understand that when RSL defends we tend to concede and play poorly like we're not a, excuse me a good defensive team mm-hmm. but I think like 88th minute like maybe we can hold on for 5 minutes
0: That that's like yeah. I would
1: have liked to see us use that third sub ideally defensively
0: for what it's worth for, I don't think the goal was given up because of a sub
1: no I don't think it's it was given up because of a sub but it's one of those things that because the goal was given up it makes you think about yeah you know things that did or didn't happen. Like that, you know, hindsight being twenty twenty.
0: Things that could have been
1: right. Yeah.
0: Anything else on the subs? I'm
1: I mean, I think uh, Everton Luis hasn't had a mental lapse on the field in his entire life. Is I'm obviously exaggerating here, but yeah. y- you know what I mean. Like that mentality. I don't think. I don't think that. I would like to believe that that event would not have happened had Everton been on the field.
0: That's I mean, a little. That's. I get that's, it. I get it. That's I know, a stretch I know, because how that sounds. because we're talking seconds, mm-hmm. and yeah, I'm just really high on the dude. No, I love that guy. I still think MVP so far. Yeah, Johnson is yeah. creeping up. Bolfo is right there. Apparently, Herrera is creeping up. Let's get to the uh, two guys mm-hmm. that that made the team of the week. Then we'll get into Sam Johnson, uh, Aaron Herrera. Made the uh, MLS team of the week mm-hmm. on the left. It was left, right? Who's left on the left? Defensive. Uh, dif- uh, no, right, right. He was,
1: was right. It right. He was right. Yeah, Toyo was on the left.
0: No, no, mm-hmm. I mean on the team of the week. Yeah, but that's that doesn't like, matter that's, as much. Yeah, yet. they're not yeah.
1: actually that. You recognize that, that team
0: isn't actually going to play. So, <laughs> right. So Herrera made the team of the week, and then Ramando made the team of the week bench. Right. Ramando so. had a couple of really good saves. I thought he was his usual self. I heard someone comment I read someone comment on um, remando's performance see this is this is what we this is why we need that uh new segment mm-hmm. right when we start reading comments right Actually, mean, you know help Screw if you through it. Could... Let's just read the comments, but what I'm trying to say is this we'll find it. don't just start reading no one no one wants that <laughs> like no one the same the same what I don't know yeah anyways so talk about Herrera for a second he was his usual in my opinion solid self since he has moved to the right side at least called it okay you you. I think you have like one more of those I want credit for that every time it's brought up but you you have like you can only use it like 99 times I've used it like 10 times. You've used it like 98 times by now. All right, you called it early on. Whatever. I didn't... Again, maybe this is hand-in-hand. We get the point, and I'm like, hell yeah, Herrera deserves to be on the team of the week. Right. But I'm so down on the team right now mentally that I don't think... I don't want anyone to be on the team of the week or get any kind of positive recognition. What do you think about Herrera? I mean, you know... No, I don't. That's why I'm asking you. Right, it's a figure of expression. It's um, what do I think of?
1: Like overall, or that? Performance? No, Herrera's
0: performance. Do you think he deserves to be on the on the on the um, team of the week? Team of the week, first of all, and I mean I don't think he had a bad game.
1: Let's you know I you know I I think he had that like the setup to Demir, uh, if I recall. I think that was him. They think that should have been a goal, but wasn't. Um, I don't know. Like it's, I a. I'll be honest. I didn't watch every MLS game this week. Um, I'm glad he got team of the week honors and recognition and and all that good stuff. It's it is it does feel hard to like celebrate individual accomplishment and achievements when the team lost such a lost the game in such a silly manner. Right. That's the part that I think kind of feels weird. Um, yeah. But yeah, I don't
0: think he had like a bad performance, but I'm also having a hard time, you know. You're not supposed to make team of the week in the MLS if you had a not bad performance. That's that's my whole point. You're supposed to have a good performance. You, yeah, you're supposed yeah. to have a, a drastically, well, better performance than 90 plus percent of your counterparts in the rest of the league at the same position. I don't yes. want to see what the rest of the league played like in that case. All right. Right. You're saying it must have been really bad? I don't know. I have no idea. Look, uh, th- this game is so so weird to talk about because it just feels weird. That's all there is to it. Lost it at the very end. Kind of our thing. Ruined all the good feelings. Not that we had too many throughout the game. I don't remember anyone doing well. I remember a couple of Raimondo saves. Those were okay. I just can't remember much happening there. The other one that made the team of the week on the bench is, again, like I just said, Nick Romano I think Nick Romano should just... I think Nick Romano should just by default be on the team of the week. Just every week? That position should be named after him. Now, let's get into this new segment real quick. I'm not going to spell the whole names, but um, I'm going through the comments Don't after read the read all the comments, please. No, I'm not going to read all the comments, like 70, 80, 90 comments on there. But it's a couple of interesting ones. And this one specifically on Romando, I'd like your take on it because... <laughs> A lot of people took a take on this, on the page. All right, let me read to you. I won't mind letting you read the whole thing. David wrote it. Raimondo can't save half a chance that goes straight down the middle of the goal. Really? I don't care how, how old you are. Save that shit. Oh, the, the goal this last week? Yeah.
1: I mean, I saw where he was. I mean, I think the dude was like... the So, his back to goal. So, Romando's left... He was like up against the left post, like way against it. Um, you know, I've, yeah. I've, I've watched the replays a few times. I think that I, I'm not going to lay that goal at his feet. It's like there were 10 other dudes who should have done something about that ball being played in long before Raimondo gets called into service.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, cool. So you, you know. don't agree with him. It's not Romando's fault. Let's move on to another comment. Joseph Fra- Joseph F. writes, Baird needs to work on his touch. I think there's no disagreement there, right?
1: Yeah, to touch like a brick wall. Basically. Usually, usually. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. That's, that. Every once
1: in a while, he'll, he'll surprise you, though.
0: Another Baird one. We had so many scoring opportunities. Parentheses. Baird. <laughs> to turn around and lose it in stoppage time? Heartbreaking.
1: Yeah, I agree with that.
0: We should do, you know, those word, art word things that you just throw all the words into it and gives you like a picture? Yeah, you know what ours would look like? Bear. No, for this one it would be disappointing. Everyone seems to be just the number one Yeah, I'm not mad. I'm disappointed. That's a good one. Okay, here's one. Eddie writes, great game. No complaints here. Would like to see Mulholland get some time. Hashtag RSL for life. When do you think we'll see Mulholland in the pitch again, if ever? If the monarchs need a, you think so? Need a midfielder. So you don't think we're gonna see Mulholland on the RSL team? I mean, short of a,
1: you know, a pretty serious injury bug wrecking the midfield. Yeah. Okay. Because I think at this point his position is pretty much locked down by Everton, uh, Kyle, Nick Beesler, and I guess the mirror when need be. Yeah. So,
0: all right, let me read you Levi's comment real quick. I promise, like two or three more. That's sure. It. All right, Levi says, Still struggling to finish. Offense had good looks and couldn't execute. It's a shame we slept on that corner. It's not like San Jose wasn't doing the quick start all game. We got out hustled in the end. That's a really good point. Did they do the quick start all game?
1: I mean, I, I can't speak for certain. I wasn't, I don't think I was paying attention to that. How many corners did they even have?
0: Doesn't mean it's all corners.
1: Sure. So just to be clear, they had nine corners. That's a lot of corners. I don't remember the quick start specifically, but I I also wasn't paying attention enough to like
0: disagree with that take. So Yancy says three games in seven days, I'm sure they were tired, but it was hard game to watch. Sloppy. Agreed, Yancy. Now here's uh Ben Well San Jose's tired too like you know Ben's comment says Petkey needs to learn to utilize his subs our homegrowns cannot finish games or execute on key opportunities I disagree with a lot of that comment what do you think read it again I can't I just scrolled through it basically our homegrowns can't finish games
1: I, <clears throat> I'm, I which homegrowns were even like I wasn't ready for this I don't I don't know. Miguel, listen, stop Stop scrolling through your computer over well, there. Well, I just want to see, yeah, San Jose played on the third as well against Minnesota United.
0: They lost 3-1. Okay. So you're saying they're tired as well? Right. Okay. Cool. Ooh, they...
1: Yeah, Wondolowski played, Erickson played. Espinosa played. All their dudes played. All right, keep going. You said one more?
0: Uh, well there was one more but then I had uh, I had another one that I came across um I mean I, I think Keaton kind of well first of all Danny sums it up um the question was what are your thoughts she said my thoughts are all cuss words <laughs> yeah
1: see? I'd seen I can't no I wasn't mad at the end of that game it, it really was just like well that sucked like it was just I, like I almost think I expected it like it was just it it a point would have been too, it would've been too easy it would've been too safe like i i was just like yeah that that really sucked i was disappointed
0: not even mad and not that, even mad huh? that
1: makes that bums me out that makes it even worse doesn't right it? the fact that i can't even get angry about it that that's how expected it is
0: let's wrap it up with matt's comment it says all i want all i wanted was the win for nick it was his 500th game, by the way. Didn't yeah, clean, that. clean sheet for Nick
1: would have been nice. Um, yeah. Just to be clear, I think Nick Romando makes the MLS Team of the Week bench because it's the 500th. I bet 500 you
0: that helps with it. I think he had a solid performance. Let's get to one more thing about that game, which will carry us into the next game. Well, not the next game, but just a couple other things here. Sam Johnson didn't play. It was clearly felt out there. What a horrible time for him to go down with an injury. On a roll, scoring, what is it, three goals in two games now? Or like seven and six or something. Yeah. So seven and eight. Turns out...
1: Uh, uh, Alex Vehar. Yeah. The beat writer for Salt Lake Tribune.
0: Yes. So we ha- we had a post about that. Mm-hmm. And what he wrote earlier today was that Mike Petke said... Uh, this is a quote. Mike Petke said today that Sam Johnson will be... Quote, unquote... Out for a while, right? With the quad injury he suffered in San Jose. Wrong. He didn't play in San Jose, but Alex, it's all good, baby. Uh, he was uh, not out on the training field today. On Nedum, Petke said it's too early to tell whether he'll be available against Philly. Now he did, in a subsequent um, tweeter, mm-hmm. say that Nedum was out on the practice field today. Okay, that's good news. So that's good news. It yes. is
1: also worth noting that. You know, with the muscle, the quad, the muscle injury, mm-hmm. depending on whether or not Sam John like warm ups or practice or something like, because he was icing it, he was nursing it. I think like, I feel like it's one of those things he picked up in the Columbus game,
0: right? That could have happened. Like I don't know if it did or didn't, but um. well, I would assume that's the only reason he wouldn't play against San Jose, right? Right, obviously hurt. You would think, right? Not great. I lost my pen. So you, yeah. te- you talk for a while.
1: While you look for your pen? Yeah. Is this really the most important thing you got to do right now? It is. Uh, yeah. I mean, Sam Johnson not being available is basically our nation, just to be clear. I want you to know this. The pen he was looking for was literally in his shirt pocket.
0: And in my shirt pocket. Literally staring him in the face. I don't often put pens in my shirt pocket.
1: Just as a, just as a, as a bit of life
0: advice, I would recommend you stop. So mean? let me let me put let me riddle something to you. Riddle me away. <clears throat> bro. I'll give you something and give you a piece of information, and my thoughts. And this is why I think we're kind of screwed for a while. Mm-hmm. Sam Johnson, in my opinion, is our best offensive player. Meaning he does. Yeah. I'm not saying most skilled. He's not the quickest. He's not, you know... He puts goals in. That's... He puts... He's the, really big on the goal thing. <laughs> <laughs> the whole uh, uh, uh,
1: power on frame, he's about that life.
0: That is all there is. He shoots mm-hmm. them low and on target. That's all he can do. He's really good at that. So our most potent offensive player. I would argue that Nedum mm-hmm. is our most potent defensive player. I'd argue Everton's our most potent defensive player. He's a midfielder. He's a defensive midfielder. I mean, he's a defensive midfielder. Def-
1: d- defensive liability. I think, Dep- I, let's just say this way. No. Our
0: back four with versus without Nedim, mm-hmm. drastic drop without in quality.
1: Oh, yeah, 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 100% agree.
0: Our front three, four, mm-hmm. drastically less potent without Sam Johnson. And they might both Massively. be out for a bit.
1: Uh-huh. J- j- just to be clear, so to put it into perspective, uh, Sam Johnson is our leading goal scorer. Yeah. Uh, with eight goals, Albert Ruschnack is the second one with six. Albert uh- Ruschnack is also the dude taking all the PKs.
0: Right, I was just going to say that that, yep. that includes a few PKs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's it's not even... Uh, if we don't get these guys, not just back, but back and playing... well back and playing regularly. I hope Sam Johnson is I haven't even looked into his injury history. I hope it, he doesn't have a long history of injuries. I think this team is drastically worse offensively without Sam Johnson. Drastically worse without Nedum. A team without Nedum and Johnson on the field is a much lesser RSL team. I know we're all about teams the start, but players matter. Yeah. And this is not a good time. Um
1: yeah, I mean our our ability to be dangerous in the attack Took a major hit in a, at a, and the the fact that worry the fact that really worries me is the language because it was a direct quote of Petkeys was the for a while, like to me that's at a minimum two weeks, right? Yeah, at minimum like minimum two weeks. That's that's that, that's that's potentially six points. That's a big deal. Um, their home games their stretches when we need to collect some points and I, no disrespect to to Netum and I think I feel a little less worse about the Netum situation because we have M Silva who more or less can slot right in um drastic
0: but, drop in quality I, I think
1: there's a drop drop in quality but it's not as drastic as the drop in quality that you get from losing a Sam Johnson and putting in a Corey Baird or a Demir Krylock um okay fair and, you know, the you can't lose a game if you don't concede a goal. You also can't win a game if you don't score a goal. Um, Words of wisdom. So our, you know. But that that mo- should be on a t-shirt. That should be on a billboard above a church or something. Say it again. You can't win a game if you don't score a goal. Well, you said you cannot lose a game if right. you do not concede a goal. Right. You also can't win a game if you don't score a goal. Yeah. I mean, that's just that's just an old, that's an old, pure classic. That, You're welcome. That, that should be a classic. Okay. No, it, it's, it's a big freaking deal that Sam Johnson's hurt. Yeah. Um. And, you know, it, it, I mean, there's never a good time, but it feels like a really bad time. Speaking of time,
0: let's talk about the road to 51 real quick. Yeah, I've been updating that little uh, graph. Uh... Should we give the people the reasoning, logic, and what in the world we mean by it? Sure. So we <clears throat> got our calculators out. And the internets. Billboards. <laughs> or <laughs> uh, chalkboard. <laughs> Abacuses. And the, uh, the internets. And we looked at, historically, how many points it takes to make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Historically speaking, 50 points gets you into the playoffs in the West. I think every year but one in the past... Ten or fifteen. Since we've been in the league, I right. think we didn't do that math. Now I think we did that last year. Because remember, we were in mm-hmm. playoff mode like ten games before the season ends. Right. What we figured out is this: if you're a terrible road game team and an awesome home team, that means you're playing seventeen games away, seventeen games uh, at home. If you win all your home games, lose all your away games, you end up with seventeen times three, which is fifty-one points. Yep. So basically, protect. And the, the home. This is kind of an important
1: distinction because, uh, you know, you were reading comments. Yeah. Uh, oh, we got another I'm gonna, comment? I'm going to read a comment real quick. Yeah. Uh, Sylvia. Uh, great, only, great contributor. She only writes. Only winning really good stuff. at home and always losing on the road might get you across the line, but it mm-hmm. will be a terrible preparation for the playoffs. Just to be clear, we're not. Condoning a strategy of abandon all hope on the road and only dominate at home, obviously you're going to win or tie some road games, and obviously we've lost home games. Well, not just that, but look, if,
0: if you're if you're losing all the away games and you mm-hmm. get 51 points and you slide across the line, now you're playing your one match. Yes,
1: she she goes on playoff. to say that you're playing oh. away because since we won't yeah. get to host any of the playoff games. Well, absolutely. That, that yes, that's it's it. we're not actually saying. Win at home, lose on the road. We're saying that that provides a very good.
0: Well, no, look, we're, not, we're not to follow. We're not saying that anything. We're not saying anything about home or away. What we're saying is that's that's where the math came from.
1: Yes, that that's we the need, measuring stick. We, we, we need we need
0: fifty one points. It's the ar- c- it's the arbitrary way to get to fifty one. We need fifty one points to to. Comfortably make the playoffs, right? Let's just say it that way. We could have just as easily taken
1: 51 and divided it by 37 and calculated out how many points per
0: game you need. There you go. Which i thinking about it might actually be kind of interesting. But it's 1.5, it's literally three points divided by two, right? It's <laughs> 1.5. You got me there. There is, there right? Is but then you that, right? And by the way, we're getting what 1.37 per game right now, not great, not great, but more away games than home games. True. Now you, you, you look. You can throw so many things into this year, right? Mm. So we have LAFC at home. So guarantee three points. Nah, right. That's
1: that's a, that's a loss. Right?
0: So uh, how are we doing on this road to fifty-one? Let's just stick with our home versus away, right? Because you cannot. It. I'm pretty sure I put it on paper somewhere. I'm pretty sure it's in pen. So if you change it, we'll change it next year. How are we doing? So we we have.
1: I mean, I don't know if you've seen it lately. I have Who's seen the, it. I want you to thing. talk to the people. It's pretty nice. Yeah, <laughs> that's why he gave me the analyst box. No, so um,
0: uh, to be clear, the- I was nation. He literally just picked up his laptop <laughs> and turned it to the other side of the table.
1: Yeah, I wanted to show you the bar. We, we the, gotta get on camera, bro. I want to show you the line. <laughs> we're getting. We're they're good. Getting they're, in. They're, they're they're just. <laughs> and I want to be very clear about this. Uh, I use the color selector from Tableau.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, They're not paying us.
1: No, tab- Tableau definitely isn't paying me. Um, to get the actual RSL color. So this is in Clared and Cobalt, and the gold is Victory Gold. That matters to me. Ooh. That matters to me. So the gold is the 51 line.
0: Attention to detail. That's that's the
1: marketing side in me. Anyway, okay. so I I initially started this, uh, the 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 line graph. Uh, after the Chicago game. And at the Chicago game, according to our win at home, lose on the road, arbitrary three-point metric, we were supposed to be at 18 points. Uh At that point, we were at 20. We have followed, so two points above where we needed to be on account of a couple of uh, road ties, um, getting us, and and we've been pacing with the line exactly. So we've won where we were supposed to win, i.e. at home. We've lost where we were expected to lose, Ie San Jose on the road, um, just with a nice two point buffer. I we have Philadelphia and Minnesota coming up. Obviously, those are both home games, and we're expected to pick up points there. So far,
0: we continue to pace with, you know, with the line. Are we? What are we? One above, one below. Are we right on pace? Two above, but two, still two above, still two
1: above, but pacing exactly how we're you know we haven't yeah. basically. To but put all
0: in, all it takes. Correct me if I'm wrong here. There's one to, loss at home. To lose one of the next two games, actually not even lose. to Tie. To, well, no, if he tie on and man. win the other, right. we're, we'll be right on pace based on this. I'm going to double right. down on this. I think this is a solid way to predict the year. We do need to take into consideration home games and away games. And maybe next year we add more structure to it. Sure. whom are you playing? Right. right. Are you playing them during, um, you know, international? But it just gets complicated. So like.
1: without, without flexing too hard on our Nation, uh, I'm pretty friendly with numbers. I get to crunch them for a living. Mm-hmm. Um, I ran a couple of... I ran three models, exactly, based off of this, uh, the remaining games. I took a very, very conservative, like... We're gonna lose against some up and coming, like we're, like in this conservative model, I have us losing to like Colorado because they're all of a sudden hot, hot right. stuff, right? Uh, a very moderate model, and then like a very, very enthusiastic, like we're all just torched Earth, beating everybody, tying LAFC at home, okay, you know, craziness. Um, I think realistically, we
0: end the season somewhere around forty six to forty eight points. Which would be, I'll be shocked if you make the playoffs at that. Um, I mean, I'll, it, I it is we extended added, to seven now, it's so you got to take that into one, account. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, but it it's definitely like the last seed in my, I think. No,
0: I'm not saying we won't if we do mm. that. I would still be shocked. Right.
1: It it it's gonna be close. It's gonna be a nail biter.
0: Yes, it is. Thus, every point matters. Thus, don't give up ninety third minute goals. There it is. Full circle. Full circle. All right. So let's wrap that up for a second. Road 251, I'm going to say, is in good standing right now. We're in healthy standing on mm-hmm. that. We have a couple other things to talk about. Some Got of those a lot things of stuff are, to talk about. Um, Some of those things are specifically around the um, monarchs. So, yeah. Craziness. What's been happening with the monarchs? First of all, before we get into the monarchs real quick, um, Sebastian Velázquez i think most of our soul nation loves that guy yeah he really uh back from his rat tail mm-hmm. days i think we should take some credit for making him very popular we had the rat tail um memes yeah Or pictures they were posting
1: yes Rufio. so
0: he he just he was playing in i think south korea for the past few months mm-hmm. season ended second second uh division. yeah second division yeah yep He's not there, and now he is uh, back stateside. He was in Salt Lake for a while. Still calls Salt Lake his home. Yeah, I think his son lives here. And now he just signed with a USL side, and I want to say... El Paso. El Paso, yeah. El Paso Locomotive. So, congrats to Saba, Sa- man. He's, he's mm-hmm. a good guy, good player. For I sure. don't know why we don't get him back. Is he too expensive? Maybe. So... I hope that's the reason. Not... No disrespect to...
1: To the kid. He's not really a kid anymore. He's 28. Uh El Paso Locomotive (laughs) FC is in the USL championship. So the USL has three. This this is the second. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. No, you know, can't can't knock a dude who figured out a way to turn his love of the game into a paying gig. Um He's a community college product. Who also, if I'm not mistaken, had some time at the Barcelona Academy when he was like fourteen, right? That's why
0: he had to go to the community college. Right, he couldn't go pro because he was technically a professional soccer player. Well, not that uh, it gets a little complicated. I remember writing something on this like five, six, seven years ago. Mm. They paid for his flight, I think. Ah, that's where they got him. Nice. That's college. why he couldn't, he couldn't play Division One. Um, now, I'm just like spitballing because this is a long time ago, and I remember that being a thing. Right. When he was drafted originally by us. Yeah.
1: No. It's. Like, the thing I loved about... And I'll be, you know, totally transparent. I haven't seen him go a full 90 minutes in literally years at this point. I've seen highlights at best. Uh, The thing I loved about him when he was rocking the Clarendon Cobalt was that this was the dude that would chase every single ball while it was still in Uh play. Uh, I remember him creating some chances out of nothing that resulted in goals. Like, the ball looks like it's about to be out, and it's like approaching the line, and he, like, out-hustles everyone. Puts it back into the box and, like, oh Miss Garcia gets the goal or something back in those crazy days. Oh, I remember oh Miss Garcia. There's a kid that was just all raw talent. Like, I think well, in the right he conditions. Had, he has stupid good footwork. And ridiculous speed. Do you remember how fast he was? He was,
0: he was I'm not sure if it was no, fast. he was fast. No, he was quick.
1: fast. He was, I, I think, in a straight-on, like, foot race, he was faster than Plata.
0: You know what the problem Oh, come on. No, no, no.
1: Dude, do you remember all mm. of the breakaways where we would send, like, a long ball over the top and he would go chase it down? Only... And here's the part where I get really critical of him. Mm-hmm. He couldn't finish. Remember? He'd, like, get tangled up into the... He wasn't a forward. He was a striker. Oh,
0: well, are you talking about? Uh, Ole, Miss, Ole Miss, Oh, okay. Ole Miss I thought you were Garcia. talking about... Uh, 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 Velasquez. Okay. Yeah. Gomez Garcia. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I still don't think he was faster than, 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 but but he was super fast. Yeah. I remember his, remember his first goal? No. Oh my God. It was, it was a curler, like top of the box on the left edge, curls it to the top right corner. I was, it was a Hmm. masterpiece. I remember thinking, OMG, we're going to be good. Then he just kind of crashed off. Anyways, Anyways, uh, right. love Sebastian. Yeah, Hope props he, to him. You know, we're um, big fans. He had two mishaps in his life, as far as well, um, you know, professional life, as far as I can tell. Mm-hmm. First one wasn't a mishap; it just didn't come through. He puts that PK away. He's, he's got considered. a statue in
1: front of Rio Tinto <laughs> today. He's
0: <laughs> he's still here, yeah, right. Um, probably captain, right. right. <laughs> uh, the other thing is, I think he had a DUI or something. He did. He and was... Um, the team did not take that well.
1: He was one of the first, I think, players to use... I forget the exact terminology that the MLS... But, like, the MLS's uh, substance abuse program. Oh. I think he was, like, one of the first players to actually graduate from it. Uh, you know, before the Portland Timbers um, decided to utilize that service extremely heavily. <laughs> um, no. You know, no there's, mean, there's no... there's
0: no... Yeah.
1: Right. Um, Good. But, yeah, he... he uh, And he's like, he was very candid about it. Like, Mm -hmm. um, you know, he did an interview, I think with like vice sports, if I remember correctly, uh, it was like two years ago or something, maybe three years ago. Um, and he talks about missing the PK for RSL and like the very, like he had some like growing up issues with, uh, and he goes into all this in the vice sports uh, thing, like growing up, like not the best, uh environment environment, uh, regarding some of his guardians um, and that's not my story to tell on his behalf you you know find the article it shouldn't be that hard google it um, and, but then he also talks about missing that PK and then just like really how that I don't know ended up, ended up being an accelerant to, to all of the personal demons that would come afterwards that you know we didn't know at the time mm. um, but yeah it's you know I'm proud. Like, it's weird. Like, it's this dude who played soccer for a club that I love, who I'm, like, weirdly proud of and happy for. And, like, I root him on even when he's in the South Korean second division that I can literally say I never thought about. See,
0: that's why you said you haven't seen him play 90 in a while. Mm it has been, when was he with the Monarchs? A couple of years ago? Like, two years ago this time? He was their best player. All the games I watched. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, I'm not sure why we wouldn't take him back on.
1: So, I. And other people have made this argument, specifically the RSL show dudes. Um, like, the Monarchs, do we really want the Monarchs winning championships? Yes. So here's here's the thing with that. Like, <laughs> do we want the Monarchs winning championships? I get it. Okay, tell championships me, just, just, with, just get to the point. I know do we what want saying? them winning championships with, like, veterans? Like, Sebastian is, I think, 27, 28, 29, something along there. He's clearly not an MLS-level soccer player anymore. Like, not trying to uh, rag on the dude. No disrespect to him. His best... Soccer years as far as performance are probably behind him. I disagree like, do, on do that. Do we really need... Okay, I doubt he's going to be in the starting 11 for an MLS caliber team anytime soon. I would be shocked if that were to happen. I've been wrong before. Yeah. Do but we really I'm... need a guy like that getting minutes regularly? You're saying,
0: you're saying the Monarchs are there to, to, to... Develop. Feed talent. Right. Into the first team. And I get that. Right. Once in a while, you have to call up on the Monarchs. hmm to not not season long anything. I'm talking about we have an injury bug and we need to call a couple of dudes up. For sure. I'd love to have a uh, guy like that down there to be able to call up. It's almost like renting a player. In right. the meantime, you're keeping him on the... under. we I don't want to get into this because I'm willing to bet that the guys who run the academy and the Monarchs no, know what the hell they're talking about. Sure. At least better than we do. We see the guy on Twitter and Facebook and, and YouTube once in a while. So just
1: as a, as a, a kind of counter to myself, um, uh, Richard Ledzema, the, the I don't know if I'm saying that correctly, he's, a, he's an academy kid, he's a Monarchs kid, homegrown, kind of up. In, like people are excited about this kid's career. So he tweeted about uh, Sebastian coming back and he goes, uh, you know, he quotes the original like release and he goes, this man has helped me so much in my career and I'm glad I can see him come back and do his thing in the USL. Good luck, hermano. So, like, I get, I there is some value to what you're saying. Is you do need these veteran dudes to impart a little wisdom on these young bloods. I'm not. I wasn't even going there, but that's like an extra bonus, right? And I and I think to see that tweet, I think is th- like that's the perfect balance
0: of monarchs, in my opinion. Like, so it what, what you what you got to do is you just need to realize that everything I'm saying makes sense. You just you just don't comprehend. Just it not right the way away. you say it. You just need to. Mm. You just need to. So just be like a totally different point that I made is the. All right, I'm not. (laughs) I'm not
1: touching that. I'm not touching that with the 20 foot pole.
0: Two more things with the monarchs. Three names, two things with the monarchs. You want to talk about it? Because honestly, I'm embarrassed. I'm not that well versed on monarchs.
1: So just to be clear, neither am I. But I think this has first minute or first team implications. Uh, uh, Brody, uh, Mm -hmm. Andrew Brody, um, like he's gone, isn't he? He's He's out of here. He's and he's like officially out of here. He posted something on yes. his Instagram yesterday. Uh, he will be playing in Austria for Pinsgau Salfelden. Uh, you know, if you want to tr- trust me on pronunciation, there. Um, I think it's Zaudfelden. Zaudfelden. Um, <laughs> um, he's like one of those dudes that I think everyone who watched him play was like. First team for sure, first yes. team for sure. This guy's uh, coming up to RSL any day now. He's getting a contract. Um, and it just never panned out. And just to be clear, I think he's a fantastic player for the Monarchs, like a solid uh, 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 fullback. Um, and and the only time I can really say I watched him play was when he would get those weird U.S. Open Cup or, like, the friendlies or, you know, those weird games yeah. where he'd get actual minutes. And I never saw anything that I'm like, we gotta sign this dude right now. Absolutely,
0: um, he was always just about to be ready, but never quite ready. Um, I thought he did really well. See, I, I think it's very unfair to judge a guy based on like a performance with a team he's never played with before. Maybe he had a couple of practices. Right. Yeah, I, I get the, that. The time I saw him, the times I saw him play with the Monarchs, I thought he was really good. But then the question is, where? W- where on um, the field. Right. And would you put a guy like that? He's one of those all-purpose offensive uh nah, he's he's more of a def- he's a he's a defender. Um Brody? Yeah, he's No, a, he was a leading goal scorer, wasn't he?
1: No. Um yeah. He's uh, exact he's a midfielder.
0: I thought right. he was like a fullback. No. Nope. Um No, Which tells you how much monarchs. Right. So maybe we shouldn't talk about monarchs, well, but I know you had one other guy that was leaving. The the kind of the, the the
1: real kicker there is that it's it's not as just you got to bring a dude up to the first there's limited roster spots on the first team like who are you now
0: dropping right that's what i mean um, that's exactly what i what i meant then you should have said that where does he play then you should have said that well i, um, I said where do you play him but the
1: really the 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 kind of the second dude that hasn't left yet that might be leaving is Pablo Ruiz, who is on uh, Real Salt Lake's uh, uh, official roster. Um, And the reason people are thinking he is leaving is because of an M. Silva like social media post where it's the two of them like it looks like they're hanging out in Pablo Ruiz's apartment or whatever. Um, And I don't speak Spanish fluently, but it's essentially like everything will be fine get ready for your new challenge or whatever and he's very clearly talking about like uh, Ruiz he's front and center in the post Um, this has people speculating that he is mostly out the door which kind of makes sense if you really think about
0: it Uh, he occupies an international roster spot which we are limited on those and Um, opening the open uh, market is uh, about to be upon us started started today oh is that right yep Um, so it's you know he hasn't like when
1: I think of Ruiz, I think of that really, really, really awful failed experiment of him at left back. Do you remember those? That was that was awful. Um, I think that was like in two thousand eighteen or whatever. Um, so not official
0: yet. This might all be Maybe totally false Maybe was just talking about like making a new level in like Super Mario Kart. Right. Or it 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 seems like very emotional to to be. Maybe he's very emotional about Super Mario Kart. Let's get uh, move on to one more um, on the. By the way, official news again. Yeah, is uh, Christian Kalix. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that
1: correctly. Um, uh, signed officially to the Monarchs. We like reported about this like two weeks ago, but there was never yeah. a press release or anything. Uh, he's 19. The kid's from Honduras. Place for the Honduran under 20s, I think, and he is coming to us uh, on loan right now. But I think RSL has the option to buy. Uh he from uh, Liga M X, uh, Atlas, uh, so or Atlas, I don't yeah. know, I'm really sure how you say that. Could be exciting. He's also a midfielder. Um and like in the press release it was very much like dude wants first minutes, he's here with the hopes like of being on the first team. Good. And he said all the right things, which these kids always do when they inevitably
0: joined the club but that was kind of cool news we'll see what happens you know what I ne- noticed while we're stumbling through this monarch stuff mm-hmm. two things
1: what's would you would you
0: we never talk about the royals because there's only so much time of the day
1: unfortunately this, as sad so as that is
0: that's the first thing I noticed mm-hmm. is that we never talk about the royals and second is that we don't know jack about the monarchs mm-hmm. or the royals mm-hmm. for that matter right to actually cover in a podcast we know just enough to be dangerous I would argue it was just worse than knowing <laughs> right. absolutely nothing
1: right I feel like I know about the monarchs as it impacts
0: we need real. help Yeah. we do need help we need help I think I posted this once and it was it was just at a horrible time because I was like on the road for three of the next four weeks saying we need we want people who are passionate about the royals mm-hmm. to join our page and mm-hmm. just give them access and let them go wild write posts and stuff yeah I think we need the same thing with the monarchs I think we, let, let's get serious and get someone. If someone's listening and they're super fans of either Monarchs or the Royals, talking about like willing to constantly read and post like two, three times a day. Okay. We'll go through the process of selecting the right people, obviously. Right. Give them a podcast or something. Because we got
1: burned kind of hard on the giving people access.
0: Yeah, we had a couple of bad ones. Yeah. We had a couple of fun ones.
1: Yeah, but... There's a bad one that really comes to mind. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll talk. Yeah, we're
0: not, we're not saying like, hey, everyone can have access. I'm saying let's recruit. If there are some passionate fans of that know a lot about the Royals or the Monarchs and, and are want to do like a weekly podcast and do a bunch of articles, no, I think it would be awesome. Okay, I, I like it. I think it would be awesome. So. Let's, in the meantime, not bring up the Royals or the Monarchs.
1: <laughs> I, I a, can't guarantee that. Unless
0: it's some major first team implications. Right. That's usually how I, what I save it for. Yeah. Or maybe we'll bring someone else on the air. Mm-hmm. Let's move on real quick. Let's. A couple of other things we need to talk about. Uh, the major one being the Philly, upcoming Philly game yeah. at home. Yep. But before we get to that, Gold Cup and the World Cup finished over the weekend.
1: It was a great start to my soccer day and a really rough end to my soccer day.
0: It was a bad middle to me, too. I hated uh, to see Bar- uh, well, Barcelona, Brazil. but basically, yes. Brazil. Brazil.
1: See, I didn't, I didn't watch not Win the
0: Copa America. Didn't watch that. It was... Uh, uh, look, I'm a, I'm a big fan of underdogs. Mm. They were playing Peru, I think. Yes. Uh, the way, Bar- uh, <laughs> the way Brazil. Brazil has been playing of late, it's not even a huge underdog. Because they yeah, haven't weird. been very good, and we are playing without Neymar. So right. the, you know, I hate the big everything. I'm a big roger of the underdog. Having said that, played a decent game. Hmm. The U.S. Women's National Team. Not so much underdogs. God, I love that team. Yeah, just the dominant
1: performance from beginning to end.
0: That's like that. That is. I mean, they get out there. They're cocky. They know what they're doing. They say, here's what I'm gonna do. Yeah, they're kinda of the bad guy when it comes to world soccer a well, little bit. The world soccer hates them. So I was I think, Everyone, ev- they're,
1: they're the team everyone's looking to beat. Yes. Yeah. But
0: and and I love it so much. Yeah, I love it, it, so it much gives you a chip. Because they 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 don't run from that label. Oh no, I'd right. like make the argument that they double down on it. They they double, triple, quadruple down on it. Mm-hmm. Um I, it's just so I was, I was in England for part of the World Cup for like a week and a half of the World Cup when and they I, were playing England. And I happened to catch England, US in England. Now you have to remember, England hasn't had a lot of good luck in men's soccer of late. Yeah, I think last time they were relevant it was like nineteen sixty.
1: <laughs> I mean, you're talking about the men's, their men's. The men's
0: team, team yes. So, the country was I mean, they played Croatia in, what was that, the
1: quarterfinals? That's kind of a big deal.
0: Okay, maybe relevance is the wrong word. Last time they won it was 1960s. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, winning
1: it is a hell of a bar. They are very,
0: very <laughs> disappointed, right? Yes! The, so, they thought it was coming home. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? A couple of times. <laughs> Anyways, it was really refreshing and cool to see how, how the country got behind it. I ended yeah. up watching US, England, in an English pub in London. Uh, it was... It was crazy it was bananas and it was what like a tuesday night mm. It was a tuesday night there right it was absolutely incredible actually I ended up sitting to a guy who grew up i'm not kidding like two miles away from me really yeah lives in dc now but from salt lake man, was he's just, like I was like holy man sh-. he's just messing with you did he like know- no no oh yeah he knew everything he went to um skyline high school okay <laughs> it was just crazy That's not small yeah. city yeah anyways so uh in london of all places so anyways uh, the women absolutely kicked ass. Uh, I think people are too down on the men's team. Oh, I'm pretty down on the clan. men's team. Eh, they, I, I thought they dominated Mexico in the first half. I think U.S. should have been up two goals mm-hmm. by the end of the first half. Yeah. Josie should never get called up again. Ever, which means he's gonna start for the next three
1: years, right? Like that's he's gonna how be we yeah. Do. No, the Jos- Bicycle Kid, Josie should should awesome. Not even, like, <laughs> he just needs to stop. He needs to go. He needs to go away. He's basically Canadian. Him and Michael Bradley just get Canadian <laughs> citizenship. Go up there, do your Toronto thing. Yeah. Uh, thank you for your service. Thank you for everything you've done for the Stars and Stripes.
0: It's been good. Go get some maple leaf. Yeah. On. Um. It could have been a really good, really could. I think Sunday had mm-hmm. US one. Oh, I mean, the uh, U.S. national uh, uh, men's day. national team. Right. It should be, that day should be. So- national holiday. Forever known as the, you know, annual soccer yeah,
1: holiday. For sure. No, no, no. It, it would have been like a perfect story. Absolutely. Another, just a quick takeaway while we're on the Gold Cup and the men's national team. Uh, Pulisic or Pulisic, I think it's Pulisic, is how he pronounces it. Pulisic, yeah. Uh, Love the kid. I love what he's done in Europe, especially for Dortmund. I, back in a former life, used to be a bit of a Dortmund fan. Yeah. Um, that whole experiment of him playing that, like, false nine, attacking midfielder behind Josie, that needs to stop. And then him being the dude that takes corners for the team. That Don't ever, like, dude. I don't Damn. think he, for as, and as many opportunities as we had on the corner... They were wasted because he was he was sending that ball always way too short or always way too long. Uh, put the kid on the wings where he belongs. Uh, I thought
0: that's my quick U.S. men's critique. Yeah, the uh, the quality every time he touches the ball, you can see his cl- heads and shoulders. Above everybody else, yeah, the rest one of his of team for sure, yeah, absolutely, for yeah, sure. Actually, even most of the Mexico team too. No one could touch him. He was running through those dudes like yeah, they were he, it, nothing. It's just he's, he's not in a position to be succeed to be successful. It's a team there, team sport.
1: Uh, yeah, I get that, but like if like there's nothing wrong with recognizing who your best player is, announcing that, playing him at his most optimal position, and then finding ten dudes to com- like complement that. Um, opportunity Know what missed, you're good
0: at. Opportunity missed. We could have had. We absolutely could have had. A national Day of Soccer, absolutely forevermore. The men I up. still think we should blame Mexico, <laughs> but the 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 women's team just keeps winning, so we can't have one every time they win. They're yeah, just it, no, it would have been
1: it, like the the women have been it, taking it care of business.
0: To, both would have had to yes win it. Yes, it would have be. would have been nice. It was still a very good day of soccer. Great All right. day of soccer. Let's move on. One, lo- one more thing to talk about because I will not get into my other rant here. What was your I rant? Might. About PetKey. Yeah. All right, PetKey know, how it might be fun. Most people think PetKey is untouchable. And I don't I think more. most... How, 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 most people think. No, dude. Most people think. There's an
1: entire half of the fan base that's actively talking about... There's like six
0: dudes. We should post that question to see how many people actually are like PetKey out. Right. But here's the thing. Oh, God, you're going to get me into it. I'm not going to go all the way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just a little bit. You can talk negatively about Petkey without thinking Petkey, Petkey needs to be out. Yeah, yeah, of course. And he's... I, we I, do I, that. I think we've been doing that all year. I was listening to one of the bobbleheads on ESPN, and they're talking about how LeBron James is untouchable by the media. Mm-hmm. They keep protecting him. How MJ was untouchable by the media. So it got me thinking about Petkey. He's mm-hmm. obviously not... <laughs> Not, not the same thing. That's not the point. Right up there with LeBron. But let me ask, let me <laughs> ask you a this. a national treasure. Let me ask you this. When was the last time you, you read a media outlet about Petkey should be out?
1: Sure. I get what you're getting at. But when was the last time you like read a media outlet about Petkey, specifically? With no, I'm talking about the Salt Lake
0: Tribune. I'm right, talking exactly. about the Deseret like, News. Okay. I'm so, talking so about KUTV. TV. Be, KU up TV Salt- gave him a TV show. You think KU TV is ever
1: gonna be they like They didn't give him a TV show. That was all you're talking about the
0: Mike Petke coaches show? His name is literally on the show. You're talking about the Mike Petke. Show. Yes. yes, it's
1: like it's like it's like an RSL produced thing that they right. they don't even like host on TV, I'm pretty sure it's just
0: on the web. Like let's acknowledge what it is. No, it's on KU TV. I don't or is it right. KTV? Or is it? It's it's on TV, dude. I watched it on the TV. Oh, uh, is it two news? I CBS, it, ABC. You stop.
1: I get what you're getting at. It, it's. Let me prepare an argument. I for next think week. that there isn't actual like the the current RSL beat writer, it, Alex Vejar. If you're listening, also covers
0: identical. like uh, football. He's right. And, also, yeah, the I dude.
1: The dude. No disrespect. Soccer's not his primary sport. I don't know how not to be mean about that, but it's like it isn't his primary. You passion. think so? I'm pretty by the the level of questions he asks of Petke aren't extremely sophisticated. Um, no disrespect, to the dude, if he's you know. Does he ever it.
0: set him up for the, for, for yes. an answer that includes a hundred ten percent? Basically, <laughs> and
1: then you've got what's your face, uh, Sam what's her the sideline reporter chick yeah she's cool she yeah nothing against her but she's like she's like like literally the question is like so how great is it having uh you know m silva who can slot right in to cb now that netham's hurt that was literally one of her questions it's like yeah what's petty gonna say yeah it's it's fucking awesome it's pretty cool you know i'm it's all right. <laughs> sorry for the swearing but like that's not that's not a journalist question that's not a it's not a sports journalist question that's that's a person who collects their check from Real Salt Lake Feeding the coach softballs That's ridiculous
0: That's franchise system for you
1: Right And and that's where like, that's, And now I want to get to your point About the when was the last time I don't think we've ever had an instance Where an actual journalist could actually, actually ask A very difficult real question of a coach Like let's be real
0: about the current situation Of, well, of
1: where soccer still is in the United States
0: You know who, Rephrase, who? when was the last time you read anything from anyone, including independent outlets, that mm-hmm. speaks negatively about PetKey?
1: I think the RSL Soapbox was, uh, had a whole... They had like a thing for a minute. They had like a like legitimate like, Twitter argument.
0: Right, and cute. then they gave him like press passes and it all went away. Sure. <laughs> 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 but
1: yeah, it, it's... It's much, it's much, it's, it's like, I'll be honest with you. It's very easy for me to sit here and go, man, Petkey substitution pattern, not so good. I would have used that third sub, thrown in a little Everton-Louise action, you know, get us that guaranteed one point. It's different for me to sit here and say it to your face than it would be to sit in a press room staring at Petkey, who, I'll be honest with you, seems like a, a little scary sometimes.
0: I agree. That's, that's why you're not in the goddamn press box. Right,
1: that's why we're doing
0: what we're doing. <laughs> okay.
1: Right, but yes. it, but somebody in there does need to be asking that question. Like, hey, why did you not use a third sub? Why did you, from what, an, from an, like, I I consider myself relatively educated about soccer. Like, I'm not, you know, fucking pep here or anything, but I, I know more than the layman. And it was very clear to me that I wasn't entirely sure if we were going for the tie or if we were going for all three points. Maybe bring that up as a, in a question format. Be like, yo, Petki, what, what were you thinking in the 81st minute? Are you thinking go for it? Are you thinking more of the same? Why aren't
0: people asking that? Those questions should be asked, and I think one of the reasons. Remember, remember Jeff Kassar? Yeah. We met him, and then we just turned into giant fanboys. Wait, no, we got a picture with him. Yeah. But what would we have to do if it was on camera? I might have asked him some questions. First of all, second of all, I think we already everyone knew he was on his way out. He's also just so damn likable. He's super nice. That's not the point here. <laughs> People didn't have a problem huh? telling Jeff Kasad to f off. Everyone knew Jeff. Not Cass- to his face, though. Like I don't. I'm think not talking ever- about to his face. I'm not. Okay, mm-hmm. Look, this is beyond his face. I'm not talking about. I'm not even. Let's just for a second not assume we're talking to anyone's face. Okay. I would say the vast, 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 when I say vast majority, it's almost understating it. I would say 98 out of 100 fans, RSL fans, in any group mm-hmm. will not even think about Petkey might be the problem. So, I would say 70 yeah. of those will slap you if you even no. consider I, thinking it.
1: So, so I, th- I think what you're trying to get into is a, all oh, right, Philadelphia be damned. <laughs> so I think what you're trying to get into is is a very complex issue. So like I I think you and I have called out like I I think calling out Petki on some of his tactics is a very common theme amongst our amongst ourselves who know what they're talking about. Right. Uh you know, avid sports enthusiasts who grew up playing, watching, breathing soccer recognize that some of the tactical decisions the man makes leave something to be desired. We've brought up the substitution patterns numerous times as have other people, et cetera, et cetera. I think where there is this issue is that like Petkey was like we, I think sometimes we think that right now, man, this is really bad time. I think we forgot, forgot how really bad it was under Kassar where we'd like tune in and it's like the same talking points and no real answers and nothing concrete is really like Think about the talent that Kassar had to manage that he wasn't getting like like You're missing my point. No, no, no I, I, you, the, the not, aura of untouchability and that's I'm getting what to I'm that. Talking I about. think you also have to take into consideration that if all of a sudden you're touch you know, you, you've gotten rid of this aura of untouchability and you're quote unquote touching Petkey, as weird as that sounds, um, you know, you're going after him, you're critiquing him publicly, you're saying, get rid of this guy. Or, or, or potentially highlighting the highlighting the fact that he's not doing a great job. So, so you can't highlight the fact that someone's not doing a great job without also, even if it's inadvertently planting the idea that that person should no longer have that job, right? You can't say, "Hey, Ado, I think you're doing great at your. I think you're doing pretty crappy at your job, but like you should probably just keep working there." You know, like that right. doesn't happen. Yeah. The implication then is you're asking for this man to be removed from that position, which then is the follow-up. Do you trust the well, front at what office okay. to make to make that change? At what and co- I don't right
0: now. I'm not talking about front office, dude. This is not I'm not uh, Well, you got so, someone's gotta hire the replacement. So here's the thing. I'm this is see so you took it too far. No, you can't you can't uh, I, casually what, bring up is you this man absolutely, doing a bad job. You absolutely can. Mm. You absolutely can. I think questions need to be asked about Which all these do. things. But here's, him. here's the other thing. I want Mike Petke to be the coach of my soccer team. He's everything I want in a coach, minus all the results right. of late. So it's coming from a place. I'm, I'm asking this question because I mm. find myself conflicted when I have these thoughts about, well, is he the right guy? Right. I never go as far as saying, I don't know who else could do a better job. I don't freaking know. Sure. But when we start asking questions, some we should be... We should be looking into, or at least talking about, how many players do we go through before like, you figure out what the common denominator is. Yura or Tunio. I mean, for all their faults. That's it. Someone saw some. Well, there others? Okay, yes. Luke, Luke hasn't seen a minute. Right. On, You're going to start you know Luke I mean? over Everton? You lost your damn mind. No, but, I, gonna, would, but over I would. No, but Beisler? no. Yes, not as not as Absolutely. a defensive midfielder. Well, how about Absolutely how, how about bringing him in at some point? That's not the point. We, sure. we, don't, we don't watch them play every day. And no. This is this is part of a larger problem. All I'm saying is the aura needs to go away. Yes. The aura needs to go away. Hundred percent agree. And we get back to winning ways on a, at a regular basis at the regular time. You know, regularly scheduled time. That's mm. a whole different story. See, I didn't even want to go into this. Twenty minutes later, I think. I mean, this could do, be an do,
1: hour and a half episode on its own.
0: Yeah, so let's not do that. Uh, and I think uh, we're these episodes are running long, man. we got to start cutting these back. Yeah. Let's get into the last thing real Absolutely quick. Not. Philly at home this weekend. It's going to be weird. I watched Philly on Sunday. Mm. Uh, who the hell did I play? I know it was Orlando. Ty. It was Orlando, yeah. Yep. Dwyer scored. I know that. Mm hmm. Philly on a bit of a tear in the East. I know not of late, but they're are they yeah. still top of the
1: West? If not top, they're like second.
0: Yeah. Yep. So really good, really solid team. One of those, <clears throat> one of those Colorado bounces. Remember when Colorado was worst? Yeah. yeah Won yeah. it all and went back to worst. Yeah. Philly, I don't think was even, wasn't worst last year, but man, they they came out of nowhere. I would have there were many teams I would have predicted to have an you know explosive year in the East next year. Maybe Toronto coming back, yep. uh, NYCFC doing another uh a big one, obviously the Red Bulls. I mean everyone. Philly was absolutely came out of nowhere for me. Yeah, for sure. Um And we're without Sam Johnson, sounds like for sure, and good chance without Netum.
1: Yeah, it's um It's not like they they have been slipping lately, and I th- I think MLS is one of those leagues where you really have to pay attention to current form, um, like the last five games, because they are top of the East. You you are correct, but I feel like a lot of that was earned early in the season. Um, so
0: when teams are at their strongest, there are no absences. Yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, you know, it, it, the so MLS regular season legit.
1: is a slog. When they are healthy, they're dangerous, and I'm not trying to like. I'm just trying to set a realistic expectation here. So Philadelphia Union just played Orlando this last weekend. You're right, a 2-2 draw in Philly. Yes, um, and Philly had to come back. Oh, right. That was that. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was. Uh, so they they scored first. Uh, Marco Fabian in the fourth minute. Dem Dom Dwyer. Uh, then Orlando was up 2-1 to uh, Santiago and then uh, last name that I'm not even going to try to pronounce uh, yeah. got the tie at some Polish
0: dude uh, 2-2 and he's apparently scored because I was watching the game I can't pronounce his name either way he scored something like Kasper Prisip he's only been here for 3-4 or 5 games scored in every game so far apparently oh okay yeah so there's that alright I'm assuming Petki watched the game
1: yeah yeah okay so it should so be an interesting one. He's Polish. Yeah. Uh, he's had 14 and matches, nine goals. Orlando
0: was very lucky to walk out out with a point at the end of that game. It was. Uh, I know Philly scored late, and they had probably two or three good chances. This guy's got some Köln minutes. To 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 win, of course, everyone in Köln. We won't. No more no more rabbit holes in this one. Anyway, so how do you like our chances yourself? So Philadelphia. I was just getting into this Philadelphia Union.
1: Uh, were at So they, they had Orlando back to back Once home, once away oh.
0: uh,
1: They beat Orlando uh, the week prior Or not even the week It was 7-3 and then 7-7 Man, talk about scheduling. <laughs> Uh Orlando City got a red card And Philadelphia ended up winning 3-1 um, Then actually the week prior NYCFC Philadelphia 4-2 for NYCFC And then New England kind of upcoming on their upswing 1-1 in New England all things considered, if I'm glad we're playing them right now versus
0: at the start of the season when they were still just doesn't sound like they had a of bad. No, not NYC, not bad, but at home beatable. NYCFC is a wild card because they have so much talent on that team. They just don't have a good team that you never know they can beat you four one anytime. Yeah. So I mean, what's your uh, score prediction? The no Sam
1: Johnson thing worries me, and how we line up is gonna really really matter. I think the guys can can get a get a two one.
0: Win? Win mm. at home. That's interesting.
1: Cautiously optimistic.
0: The Sam I say if Netum okay can I I'll preface this, mm-hmm. but I'm gonna assume the Neton doesn't play. Because I think we're gonna be careful. Why risk anything? Right. right. So that doesn't play and I as I mentioned earlier without Netum in the back and Johnson in the front we are a significantly lesser team in my opinion mm-hmm. I, I also I think, think that's fair. i also think that philly mm-hmm. is going to come to salt lake looking for a draw mm. with the way they've been playing of late they'll be looking they looked like a very good defensive team to me at least i'm not an expert i'm a connoisseur two different things <laughs> totally different things okay okay um and i'm i i don't I think we're gonna have a hard time scoring on these dudes i think this could be one of those good old-fashioned zero zeros just, draw just pin them back
1: and keep bouncing them off
0: we're gonna we, we're gonna have i'm gonna predict it right now write this down somewhere we're gonna have 12 shots total okay six on target mm. and zero goals
1: okay it's very that's a very specific prediction yes and also, you think they're like not going
0: to score eight corners, right? So you really expect them to like sit in bunker? No, because if they, uh, I think if they just sit in bunker, we would have more than twelve shots. Mm. We would have like All eighteen right. or I something, you. right? They'll play, but they'll know they'll they'll try the little counter. My biggest worry is a ninety-third minute counter attack, right?
1: No, I I I. Just them being top of the East, and then I think they see RSL as RSL as a potential "quote unquote" easy three points in the West, mm. um, and they you know go for it. I, I mean, we'll see what happens, and, and I'm excited for the game.
0: They do have uh, professionals on their payrolls who probably watch games and like
1: right analyze stuff. But I think you know Sam Johnson being a, I I
0: I who starts at nine next week. Demir, I hope so. Bofo, Jefferson, Demir,
1: with Albert, with Albert, and then Demir, and then Baird as a sub, maybe?
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> or Baird with Demir, and then
0: Jefferson, and Rushnak Bofo, on the bench. No. I could see that happening very easily. Oh, yeah. I, I'm saying, I'm not saying it can't happen. This this is one of those things about Mike Petkey, I don't freaking know.
1: I think, I think as of late, that that's Petkey's preferred alternate starting eleven. Yeah. Is the Bofo coming in as a sub. Ruchnag on the left. Jefferson when he has him on the right. Demir being that attacking midfielder. And then Corey sitting up at the lonely, lonely number nine.
0: Uh, He's not good at that position. Corey Baird? We have to stop playing him. He's Baird. not bad. I mean, he was rookie of the year at that position.
1: Like, let's not forget that. It's he, he played, but he didn't play like it's that position. Right. It, it's He's... He played I offensive. would prefer Sam Johnson, yes. He was really good at like getting that second ball or making those late runs. Kind of just left or right of center, i.e. a wing.
0: I don't think... Yeah, anyways. Hey, by the way, I came up with something. Uh, we should put this... Uh, let, let's do an experiment on the page. Only people who still listen mm-hmm. will know what it's about. We post a comment about how we're sick and tired of Mike Petke, And... He, we should consider releasing him. Okay. Just to see what people say. And what's the experiment? The experiment is I'm I'm willing willing to bet 90% of the comments will say don't touch Mike. None of those words. Okay. And what happens when you just alienate the large percentage of the fan base that doesn't listen to an hour, thirty minute podcast? We're not alienating him, we're gonna release to them later that it's an experiment.
1: Oh, sweet god.
0: You're trying to put me in an early grave. We're definitely not doing it's been, that. I'm not doing that. You it's been real. It's been fun. We love you. Have yourself. Oh, by the way, Mike. We we love Mike. Yeah, I I, I he Mike is literally the perfect candidate
1: that you bring in after Casar. I think he's a really uh, He's a motivator. I, he's I a builder. I want Mike
0: Petke to be my team's soccer coach.
1: I want Mike Petke to be my team's soccer coach, but, like, with just some, like, brainy dude as an assistant coach who's just, like, gets into the weeds of, like, soccer analytics and
0: just tactics and... So you're like talking... Like a hell of
1: an assistant.
0: Um, the current Germany coach, what's his name? Klopp? Yeah. No, 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 that's, that, no that, that's, the, that's... That's the goalie. No, that's the, that's the Ooh, Liverpool absolutely. guy. That's oh, Liverpool yeah, guy. yeah. Um... No, Joachim Löw. Löw. I don't know who that is. He's the head coach of Germany. Okay. Okay. He was the assistant coach to Jürgen Klinsmann. Okay. Okay. And everyone knew that Jürgen had as much brains for coaching as like a pineapple, right? Because... They saw him at work at like Bayern and some other Yo places. Yeah, yeah, nailed that. But everyone knew that the genius behind Jürgen, because uh. Jürgen was the big face. I, I lived in Germany when Jürgen was the the world player of the year. Man, this dude was huge, mm-hmm. right? Uh, everyone knew that Jürgen, that you know, you uh, was you know the big face, the emotional guy. That, but everyone also knew that. This guy Luv is the actual brains, right? <laughs> and, and you listen to Jurgen for like hoorah, rah, right? And then which he, is very important. You Very, can't, you very important. Ignore the hoorah, rah. Very important. And then you go, and, and then Luv actually like puts the game plan. Together. <laughs> All right, guys, here's what we're actually gonna <laughs> yeah, do. Yeah. So ignore everything that that madman <laughs> <Yeah>, said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so, when, so that, that's what they didn't win anything, and then Jurgen got fired, and you know the federation's like, well, yeah, let's hire the guy who actually makes it happen. And they won like what, a euro and a World Cup? Like yeah, two but World then they just Cup. got I mean, bounced hard at the last World Cup. Well yeah, that happens too. I mean this is the li- most depleted <laughs> I've ever been, but <laughs> I like so. I like picture
1: him like walking on to like the press <laughs> into the or into like the 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 players lounge and going, Okay, ignore everything he's like actually none of them, you know, like them like dancing around it, him like rolling his eyes in the corner. <laughs> just like real mean girls. Yeah. And then Jurgen got found out quickly afterwards. And then we made him coach the US program, if I'm yeah. not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Sometimes life it really do be like It'd that. Be like, and yeah. we'll leave him on that story. <laughs> Adios.